Hello and welcome to my podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I ended up speaking with a total of 100 women from science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM. I kept all of those guests anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly about their lives and we discussed their experiences, what they've learned along their life journeys and their hopes and their ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. Because their identities on silence were always kept safe, the conversations were always so raw and transparent. And we didn't just talk about being women in STEM, but about everything. The topics that tended to come up were also the same topics that I discussed with my mentees, male or female, or I'm asked about after I've given a talk, or um, I discuss with my friends and family. So it seemed clear to me that there are some topics that are really important to all of us and affect all of us and we only tend to discuss them with people we really trust. So I thought, rather than keep them in closed circles, how about throwing these issues out into the world and seeing what happens? So what I've done is I've sifted through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite sound bites from those episodes about these certain topics. And each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on the perspectives that came up on Silence that I feel are actually pearls of wisdom that I found particularly provoking, inspiring and empowering in the hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about staying weird. So why did I decide to record an episode like this? Well, I think it was kind of partially inspired by the big interview that Oprah did with um, some members of the British royal family. And I think one of the things that really struck me was that sometimes we're really criticised for just being different. And one of the themes that kept coming up on silence was the fact that the women that I interviewed were often described as being really weird. And there were a few episodes, I think like maybe two or three, where being weird was like a really massive theme. And what was really sort of striking about this theme is that a couple of the guests on silence really found um, being weird as a setback. You know, they found that it really hindered them. It has made them quite anxious adults. They've needed to sort of work through um, the fact that they're weird or different in therapy. It's made them really sad, um, really kind of negative. And then there were other guests who were told that they were weird because they were totally into like science which was meant to be a boy's subject and they didn't fit the norm and um, really embraced it and celebrated it and thought that it was cool that they were weird and they didn't care if no one liked them or they didn't fit in. They had the confidence to own their weirdness and I think really the difference between owning your weirdness and actually feeling very uncomfortable by your weirdness is a lot to do with how you were raised. And I think a lot to do with childhood. I think if you had childhoods that were very supportive and encouraging and affirming, then being weird was just cool. I mean, it was no big deal at all. But I think if you had a childhood that was maybe full of uncertainty, 
um, or like a lack of stability or a lack of security or you were maybe in environments that didn't really feel safe, then being weird kind of added to your issues um, or one's issues. And um, that seemed to be the sort of like general trend. Now, I'm not saying that this is all set in stone. It's just observations that I made from my guests on silence. And so I wanted to sort of like look at the theme of staying weird because there definitely were a couple of guests that really wanted to embrace their weirdness. And given that this is a podcast by a woman that was in STEM once upon a time, and felt weird all the time, um, I wanted to sort of gather my thoughts on staying weird um, and embracing being weird and owning your weirdness and being proud of your weirdness because ultimately, um, having been a really weird kid growing up, um, I'm now an adult and I look at my weirdness and I just think that's what makes me special. Um, And there are times when I think, gosh, I've really got to change that weird thing about me. And then I go, no, I don't actually. Um, I should just really embrace uh, my weirdness because one day that's going to be embraced by others. I think, yeah, that's a good point is that when we embrace our weirdness, other people embrace our weirdness too. So I wanted to start this podcast with some quotes that came from guests who were really affected by their weirdness growing up. So we kick off first from episode 22. Um, I do think I got the label of being a bit of a weirdo whilst growing up. And especially where I grew up, I felt that was a very gendered thing. People often associated liking bugs with being a very male thing. It was very odd for a girl to like maths or to like science or to like bugs. And then on top of that, I had very short hair. I didn't have pierced ears. Um, I was very much a tomboy and looked like a boy. I would often be confused for being a little boy until about the age of 13, 14. Um, And I could tell that people didn't like that or they felt I should be fitting into some different mould, but also because I didn't really fit in with the people from my class or from Mm. my school. Um, I don't know. I didn't feel the pressure to fit in, which ironically gave me the freedom to just do my own thing. Because people didn't like me anyway, so I might as well be disliked and do what I wanted than be disliked and not be myself. Yeah, I think we've maybe all experienced times where we didn't fit in and we felt a bit weird. And and I think the reasons for not fitting in um, and kind of being a bit of an outcast in groups um, can be varied. I mean, there are just so many reasons. Um, you know, it could be skin colour, it could be height, it could be weight, it could be eye colour. I mean... It could be the colour of your hair, it could be, you know, the things that you enjoy, whether it's bugs or STEM or maths or maybe you're really into roller skating. I don't know. There can be so many reasons why you 
are considered to be weird. And I really love my guests kind of ultimate solution where she wanted to just pursue what she loved anyway, because I mean, she's going to be disliked anyway. So why not just be disliked and be lonely doing what you love doing? Um, But I do sort of feel for my guests from episode 22 because as with all of my guests on Silence, they were all just such amazing, incredible, inspiring, unique goddesses of people. Um, And, you know, for someone to acknowledge that they're weird and kind of almost look at themselves negatively is not cool. I think it's really great to be able to sort of acknowledge your weirdness and go, and I'm cool with that. Like I I, I find myself fascinating. I find that the fact that I do this thing that's weird, that doesn't harm anybody else, but is just a weird quirk of mine, really awesome. And I think it's about self-love and it's about self-compassion and not being too hard on yourself for being different. Um, and again, it's putting your own opinion about yourself before anybody else's opinion. Now, as I said previously, there can be so many different reasons for being different. And sometimes the reasons for being different are not necessarily our responsibility or our fault. It can just be the way that we're raised. This from episode 23 other way I was one of those really scheduled children you know it's like narcissistic extension of your parents who are like really overly active in your life and I had the violin lessons and the dance classes and the gymnastics and the you know private tutoring and math and they were really concerned I think that I was going to come out weird so they tried to overcompensate and all of this stuff like even you know in terms of like trying to make sure I was cultured like right opera and dance and exposing me to all of those Mm. things so they had really high hopes for me I didn't know any other way sometimes we can have so much pressure from our parents to be a certain way to conform to be conservative to meet expectations and the fact that maybe we have other ideas or our heart is calling us to do other things can make us feel really weird because especially when you're young you feel like elders know a lot more I mean they've certainly experienced more of life than we have and for me I always felt like I was so weird because I had different ideas to my parents um and that often made me made me feel very doubtful of myself and made me feel very unsure of who I was because I was so radically different from the idea my parents had for me. Um, And I think we are living in a world now where being different is actually really cool. Being diverse, um, being unusual, being unconventional is actually celebrated. And I think that's helped a lot by social media because if you are different, you can put yourself out there and see what kind of reaction you get. And so I think people are speaking up for themselves more and it is very much about confidence. You know, if you are different from a lot of other people, own it, you know, be confident about that. Because there are many reasons why we are different, you know, whether that's the environments we grew up in, the people we grew up with, um, whatever the reasons, I think it's always 
important to have love for yourself and to, to own your weirdness. My guest from episode 21 really did own her weirdness. Yeah, a lot of people did call me a little weird or different, but it it was just who I was. I figured I'm not cool and that was okay with me. And mm-hmm. I think it was good to be comfortable with that. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't aspire to it because I never thought I would be it. So in a way, it took some of the pressure off that I could be a little weird. And as I grew up, I think I I had, you know, friends who were boys and I joke that they helped me deal with this world where it's all sometimes, you know, they are older than me, but they are really boys in in how they react. Mm. So I joke about that. And and that's given me some of the resilience, I think, to deal with with, uh, being in a male-dominated world and still able to have my friends and do my thing, you know. I think it is really important to own who you are, um, to be comfortable in your own skin. What I love about my guest from episode 21 is that she really didn't put other people's opinions of her before her own. Like she wanted to feel comfortable in her skin first before worrying about what everybody else thought of her. And I think that's a really empowered place to come from. I think it's really important to 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 own who you are and um not have to try and conform and not try and be something that you're not. There are a couple of guests on Innovation who really had some unusual stories um, of being weird and having anxiety about being weird. But I think what made them pull through that anxiety and what allowed them to get through the experience of being weird with flying colours and you know, having a positive outcome was the support and the encouragement that they received from people around them. I think it's so important in life to have people in your life that really believe in you and really get you and really love you. And I don't think all of us have that luxury. I think sometimes we can be in environments where people are really tough on us or, you know, there's a lot of judgment and criticism and a lot of um, a real lack of support. And I think it's important to be mindful that having a good support structure around you is really important. So my guest from episode 30 really describes her journey with that. I didn't have a direction. And even though my body decided that, hey, you're going to deal with stress by making weird noises in the middle of the classroom in high school, because that'll make you more friends. Um, despite my body's decision, uh, it led me down a path that I could really, really explore. And I'm incredibly grateful for that opportunity. I'm incredibly grateful for the doctor who was willing to sit with a 16 year old and explain what was going on. I'm grateful for the teachers who allowed me to take a course where there was no structured lesson time. I'm grateful for the teachers who let me change my mind a million times in that class. And I'm grateful for the teachers who let me take what I was learning in that, in that non-traditional class and apply it to my traditional classroom experience. Um, Really, I got very lucky with my mentors early in life. 
I think having gratitude and um, appreciation for the people that have supported us along the way is really, really important. And I think gratitude is empowering. It's a superpower. My guest continues to talk about the support and encouragement that she received from other people. But I got my support from a lot of places. I got support from my friends who are also in that same class with me. I got support from my parents. My parents have always thought I'm a weird kid, but never in a bad way. You know, it, it was very clear to them that I was not like a traditional student or or interested in the things that I could get in a classroom. So they always made an effort to support me in my interests. You know, they have no idea what I'm talking about <laughs> half the time, even today. But they yeah. They listen, and as a child, as a high school student, as a college student, they always made an effort to get me gifts or uh, send me in the direction of things that they thought were relevant to my interests. And I didn't see that with all of my friends' parents, so I, I'm very that my parents are supportive as they are. Did you consider yourself to be a different kid? Or were you oblivious to it at the time? Oh, no, I knew I was weird. Okay. So how did you cope <laughs> with being weird? Because often being weird is what turns uh, people in different directions in order to be more connected to others. So how did you cope with your weirdness? You know, I didn't feel like it was something I needed to cope with. I was very lucky in that I had a few very close friends. And I was very lucky in that it was instilled in me at a young age that being weird was okay. It was instilled in me at a very young age that not fitting in was all right. I think in those formative years when you really aren't too sure of who you are and you're not kind of confident about what your views are and where you stand in the world and all of that, I think it's really important to have that strong, solid uh, support system around you. Um, and so look out for that, you know, invite people into your world who really believe in you. They don't want anything from you, but they're just giving you unconditional support and love and encouragement. Um, I think you, we can get that from family members, from friends, from mentors, from role models. Um, and I think it's really important to be uh, wise and um, careful about who you let into your inner circle because, you know, our support networks are really crucial um, in terms of being strong and resilient and successful. And so, um, you know, there should only be a handful of people that we really really um trust implicitly and it seems like my guest from episode 30 really had that i also had a conversation with an absolutely brilliant mechanical engineer who really owned her weirdness as well and you know she she just had so much self-awareness about what she's like and what she doesn't like and i think it's really important from her perspective to just let yourself be weird. This from episode 60. Like owning yourself and that there's... Um... Yeah, 
there are these people that well there's there's sort of like really weird people in the world right and i would class myself as, as a sort of proudly weird person but there are people out there that are much weirder than me um <laughs> and what's always impressed me is that what are you by I the way um ooh, interesting question so i am an intj last time i took it but i'm always somewhere on that borderline between i and e but having done a lot of psychology research there's so much misunderstanding about what an introvert actually is and it doesn't have to do with like shyness yes. or social anxiety really it has to do not at all to the extent with which you find external like how stimulated you are by your environment essentially so you know totally. i find i really hate loud music i don't like crowded places but i actually really like people just not for like extended periods of time and i sort of need to recharge Snap. And oh my god, I totally it's like they have these quizzes. It's like, do you like going out with large groups of people? And I'm like, it depends. Are they my friends or are they strangers? Because the answer is going to be different. And I just find quizzes like that so reductive because it's sort of it, it one, the results don't tend to be like massively internally correlated, even in with the same people taking the quiz, because it depends on like your mood and what you're thinking about. Um, but but also just because I think that the answer so much depends on you know what situation you're in I mean I have a group of really close friends that I know really well and I'll happily spend like a whole weekend day with them but if you were like would you like to spend a day with eight strangers I would say that is my nightmare and no <laughs> yeah it turned out that my guest from episode 60 had also done a Myers-Briggs test and we were comparing results but I think what was so fantastic about her attitude towards her self-awareness is that she was really proud of who she is. And I think that is something that's so important if you are weird and different, is to be really proud of who you are and own who you are. And our conversation on episode 60 continues along this vein. Yeah. No, I, I, as you were giving your Myers-Briggs result, I was thinking, I wonder if it's a mechanical engineering thing. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. What we probably share in common as mechanical engineers is that we really love to ponder over stuff. I mean, I just love being in my head, working things out, like finding solutions to problems. And I've always felt really bad about that because I've always felt like a bit of a hermit. But actually... We kind of need people like that in the world. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm antisocial. Yeah. And like, what is antisocial? Like, I think that the way that you need to be to think is just a completely unique thing to you. Mm. And I, I think that people can give you crap about it, but then retroactively really value people like that. Mm. So, I mean, <laughs> if you think about someone like Einstein, who's like revered basically being like a hermit. Yeah. No one is ever like, oh, if only Einstein had been a bit more social. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like, own, it, own how you are. Exactly. And that is why I'm bringing this up because you mentioned, you know, I think women should be writing their CVs or their bios like every six months. And it really is about self-acceptance. Yeah. And, and I think I'll, I'll come back to that point about weird people because I feel like there's two types of weird people, people who are uncomfortable with the fact that they're weird mm. and people who own the fact that they're weird. Yeah. And the people who own their weirdness are like, everyone loves them. And people will say like, oh, you know, Bob, he's so weird. But then you also kind of love him because he's entertaining and, um, you know, he's different than everyone else. And the fact that he's kind of got this quirky personality is actually a, a draw. Mm. I think being weird is absolutely cool. And I think if you can own it and think that your weirdness is cool too, then other people will follow your lead. I think... 
what makes being weird difficult is when you're uncomfortable with your own weirdness. But if you can embrace your own weirdness, I think other people will start to warm to you. Um, I think when we are uncomfortable about our weirdness, we give off this really negative energy about ourselves and that can really sort of change people's perspectives of us. Because if we have a negative view of ourselves, people will be convinced to have a negative view of you too. So that can be turned around, it can be turned on its head. And so if you sort of embrace your weirdness and you're like really quite positive about your weirdness, I think other people will be convinced of that too. And so I'll leave you with a final quote from my guest from episode 21, who really explains this concept, I think, um, in a succinct way. And she talks about people's opinions and sort of mentions what happens when you hang around people that draw attention to your weirdness in a negative way. You'll never get it. And there'll be always those who call you weird or stupid or, you know, try to... Because they want to succeed. Some people want to succeed by tearing you down. And you got to be able to see that and say, no, this is not who I am. They may think so, but... Because that becomes very toxic. So for anyone who is weird and different and unique and special in any way, and you've been told that you're weird, maybe, um, don't see it as a negative. See it as a positive. You know, being different is awesome. Why would you want to be like everybody else? I think we're all unique in our own special ways. But I think some people are so much more comfortable with that than others. And it's a superpower to be able to be comfortable with your own weirdness. And it's a superpower to be, I don't know, celebrating oneself. And so if there is anyone around that's trying to bring you down by bullying you into saying that you're weird and you're different and you're odd, don't be around them. Don't give them your power. Keep your power to yourself and love the skin that you're in and love who you are stay weird thanks for listening this week please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review it if you can i'd love to have your feedback about this episode or any others that you've listened to and maybe even some suggestions for future topics for this show it's all about self-discovery and evolution on innovation and maybe even a bit of empowerment so be kind and loving to yourselves and i wish you all a great week